The year is 2023. PBS Plus has just launched bringing the world's streaming services to 4,387. How can anyone be expected to go through all this content? Fear not, loyal passengers. Captain Joe Shoes and his first mate Mez are here to travel through space and time to bring you the best nuggets pop culture has to offer. Strap in. It's time for the Car Jomez Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 332 of the Car Jomez Podcast. I'm Mez, and my co-host, as always, is the Magistrate of Caravan City with half a voice. (laughs) You don't need a voice. (laughs) This is only an audio podcast, right? (laughs) I'm Captain Joe Shoes from the car, Joe Mez Podcast. Hey, buddy. How you doing? No voice? What's going on here? Oh, Gomez, I am just very good at things. (laughs) You're good at things. (laughs) I'm good at things, and sometimes these things cause me to expunge my voice and... Now I gotta wait and hope for it to come back as velvety as always. Mm, a sexy sounding now. I like it. It's like, mm, yeah, got a little rasp to that voice there, baby. Yo, why don't you uh dim the lights? Oh, yeah. Hit the music. <laughs> I'm good and I'm feeling alive. <laughs> I lo- I love when you say hit the music, and I go, I wonder what music's gonna be hit. <laughs> That was that was the uh, anthem for this past weekend. What happened this weekend? What, what was going oh, on? Gomez, big time doings in Orlando, Florida. Major Wrestling Figure Podcast Live 15 here at Tin Roof over on International Ooh, Drive. Nice. Surprise guests, superstars, presents, giveaways, mom, drinks, everything. Oh, live 15. How was it, bro? Oh, what a fun, what a fun weekend as a whole. I had just an absolutely wonderful, wonderful weekend. It was magical. The magic was calling, calling, calling us to the place where all of our dreams come true. The most magical place on earth. Answer the call. <laughs> And it's you'll be here. Podcast. You'll be here in a month and change. Can't wait. You got to answer the call. Answer like the call. Dirty something days, some shit like that. Oh, we got the little it's countdown. It's, it's, I can't believe it's almost a month. It's, it's flying, bro. This month is almost over. I know. The year just started, didn't it? It was just New Year. It's so crazy because <laughs> the month of December felt like 11 years to me. Crazy. And now January felt like a blip on the radar. It is. We got one weekend left, bro. It's it's crazy. I can't believe it. Oh, but man, action packed this weekend. We were at the major house, an oh. Airbnb that was reserved for the staff of the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. So you had me, Matt, Brian, Mark, Tim Sterling, TTD, Knick, J. George. Wow. D Freedom 30. Oh, just so many. Uh, Herman. It's a big house. 
It was it holds up to 16 people. Damn, that's great. That's awesome. I love that all, shit. All the rooms were themed rooms. Love that. And the the theme of the weekend, according to Matt, was every man for himself. Interesting. So when it when it came to meals or drinks or anything, it was every man for himself. It's the Royal Rumble. No friends, all foes. Maybe you start an alliance with someone, but it was every man for himself. All He's right. Like, he picked up the, the 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 pod picked up the tab for the the Airbnb, but they weren't doing the food. Pal. I said, I said, we got a place to lay your head. The rest, figure it the fuck out, bro. So I there were it. there were two king size beds, two king size rooms. He goes, those are for me and Brian. Okay, then there was a, a double queen. So Ooh. that was with the Sterling brothers. He goes, everything else was first come first serve because every man for himself. How early did you get to that house to reserve a spot, bro? Well, we were realistically ended up being the first ones there. Oh, nice. So, but once we got in, Knick and I had already formed an alliance that we were going <laughs> to, we were going to grab. Together. Yeah, we were going to grab a room together. So we got the frozen room. Oh, very good choice. You know, but there were only twin beds. But it, it, we're also both snorers. So, oh, that um, was nice then. <laughs> but apparently, it made things even worse because it was echoing throughout the whole time. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. One after another. <laughs> Jay George was in the room next to us. He's like, Yo, you guys are just out of control. It was just coming through the wall all night. Oh, no. <laughs> and then TTD was literally in the last room down the hall. And he's like, oh, I heard you. I heard you guys through the whole hallway. You know, he's British. He got an accent. I can't fucking do it. But <laughs> but he, he, he heard us the whole time. So that sucks. but it was great because like Knick doesn't care about leaving the lights on. And I like noise when I sleep. So he was okay cool. with me putting on some Netflix. There we watched go. Arrested Development one night. Aww, so cute. Then the next night he had uh, gone to sleep a little earlier than me. And when he woke up at four in the morning, I had G.I. Joe on. And he's like, I learned so much about G.I. Joe. <laughs> oh, look at that. <laughs> you know, and the show itself was a great show was great. Show was a really good time. I got to do a little spot with Tony Nice. Oh, your boy. man. Yeah. We did a little little pose down. That's the and, pictures uh, look great, bro. <laughs> and I broke out the baby oil. Mm. And then, um, you know, like, I, you know, Nice really doesn't do comedy stuff. So I, I didn't know if he was uh, going to go along with this, but it was no problem whatsoever. He was basically cool. down for anything and had right. some good idea of his own. So uh, we did a spot where uh, I like oiled myself up and I, I did my. So I call it my Nicolas Cage, but it's really Abed from Community doing <laughs> Nicolas Cage. <laughs> So, like, I oiled myself up, got down on the floor, and went, I'm a cat. I'm a sexy cat. Oh, I'm a cat. I'm a sexy cat. You know, and then, like, Nice was, like, looking like, what the hell are you doing? And he took the oil from me, and he started oiling himself down. And when he started, like, posing, I came and, like, crawled between his legs. Perfect. And then I did a big pose, and then he grabbed the hose off me because I have it around my shoulder. Of course. He grabbed the hose off me, started swinging it above his head. Perfect. You got to get those hose moments in, the homens, as we call them. It's like it was it was uh, planned out. It was perfect. He went right. It was perfect. It was planned out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. 
And then uh, for the first time in like a year of major pod shows, I didn't get beat up. That's true. Yes, that's right. Everybody was waiting for it. They're like, oh, how, how are they going to like, where's shoes going to fall now? And originally I was going to get thrown off the stage. I oh, that no. Was- <laughs> <laughs> and then we decided to just uh, be nice. We did, we, we, we did this out of friendship and love. Res- respect for two beautiful bodies from two beautiful bodies, oh, and we conga lined right out the front door of the building. Oh, that means you're getting double teamed next show, bro. You're gonna get it, <laughs> you get it from both sides. <laughs> so, next show will be uh El Segundo Brewery, where Stone Cold's beer gets made out in California. WrestleMania weekend. I'll just say WrestleMania. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's so, so you're going to WrestleMania, bro? No. Come on. I, I, I was in Dallas last year. I didn't go to WrestleMania. You gotta go, bro. You, they need you. You need you to be like a druid or something, you know? Come on. Listen, if I'm going to WrestleMania, it's, it's only event. to be in the main I event. It's all I get. <laughs> Until then, I'm on the WrestleMania treadmill. Oh, I'm sorry, trampoline. I'm on the trampoline. <laughs> well, Rumble's this week, baby. WrestleMania season starting. Well, obviously, Ooh. if I'm going to go to WrestleMania, I need to win the Royal Rumble first. So I don't want to give anything away. Yeah. But no, don't worry about seeing me at the Rumble. <laughs> it's at San Antonio. It's like at a big uh, stadium. It's a big the stadium. The Alamo Dome? Uh, it might be. Something like that. It's like a big. But wasn't that where they did Rumble 97? Was that the one like Sean? Oh, yes. Jose Lothario. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, so it's like some big thing, which is smart. Why not have uh, make these big four pay-per-views really mean something, you know, make it look different? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I love that. I love that they do that now, big arenas. So uh, then, so Major Pod was Saturday afternoon and yeah. lasted into Saturday night. Then Sunday, we had the big company VIP tour of the Disney parks, Gomez. That sounds awesome, bro. It was absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. Amazing. One of the best things. Like, it ruined Disney for me. Oh, it's, I get it. Now you got to wait like a normal person. <laughs> so I assume it's like if you fly first class for the first time and you're like, oh, I can't sure, go yeah. back to being GP. Yeah, like, I get it. Like, and that's what this was like. Like, I don't ever want to go back to just being GP at Disney World. So you're not coming now? (laughs) No, I canceled my reservations. My niece, my niece should know by now it is every man for themselves. Oh, she's going to find out the hard way. It was bound to happen. Well, what was also great about this, number one, when you do the VIP tour, you get like a special VIP tour pin. Which I didn't know about, but like it's, I guess it's kind of somewhat valuable, you know? Yeah. But like I can't sell it or anything. There's all these good memories attached. I had a wonderful time at Disney. And they they bring you to like the lightning lane on all the attractions you want to go to. We went to all four parks, hit all the big attractions. I went to Pandora. Oh my God. You went to Pandora. I went to Pandora. And guess what? I'm a Navi now. Oh, was it awesome, bro? It's really, really cool. Oh, wow. Now I'm so jealous. You got to see Jake Sully, bro. I'm so sad. Yo, like legit, it was... (laughs) It was like 
I mean, first off, just the theming, obviously. Like, Disney kills it with this. Of course, stuff. yeah, I can imagine. You know, so the theming was out of control. Um, and then we went on the ride, the Avatar Rite of Passage, and it's like a motion simulator thing where sure. you're like, so the whole the whole deal is that they turn you into an like the gimmick, like they don't yeah. actually, like they they turn you into an avatar, and then you're like on one of those things, you know, the banshee you, guys, yeah, yeah, the banshee, that's it, and you ride yeah. the banshee through, you know, Pandora, and it is, it is really cool. That's awesome. So yeah, it is. It is really really cool. I really enjoyed it very very much. Um, first time I'd ever been in Pandora. They got some like weird uh, green beer there. So that was oh, yeah? uh, something to try. So we did that. But what did it taste like? Like it's just like a beer? Yeah, it's just like it's a green. Beer. It, it's like I think it's probably like apple something. Um, but you know, like we're, we we got to go to Animal Kingdom. We did we did the Pandora. We did Expedition Everest, which is such a cool coaster it was probably the best Disney coaster mm. up until the guardians of the galaxy opened. Oh, um, but then they, um, but now, yeah, but like, it's still, still so badass, and the, there's a twist to it. Like, so if you don't know what's coming, oh. um, it's going to throw you for a loop. So like Brian Myers, not necessarily the biggest ride guy, like he goes on them, but like, you know, he's um, uh, just not, like, always ready for them. So when he, we hit this point, he was like, oh, wait, what's happening? What's happening? <laughs> uh, did you uh, did you did you turn yourself into an avatar? Did you So on? We got a minute by minute itinerary. Of, oh, wow. <laughs> of what our plan was. Broski sent this to us like a, a week before. Um, and on this list was Matt makes his own avatar figure. Yes. And as we go through there, um, our, our tour guide was like, well, first off, we thought we were running behind. So we're like, okay, we're going to have to make cuts to things. So one of the first things, like we were like, yeah, we're cutting, make Matt's avatar figure. Oh, <laughs> But then our tour guide told us um, it wasn't even, like, really all that good. Oh, that's disappointing. Yeah. I'm so excited. That sounds so – to turn yourself into an Avatar figure, that sounds awesome. Yeah, believe me. I was excited because me and Kinnick both wanted to do it. So we were like, oh, we definitely have to get on this. But apparently you need, like, a reservation to do it too. Oh, of course. Everything's a fucking reservation, bro. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So um we were we were gonna do that, but like we kind of got talked out of it, which ended up being good. Sure. Um if it's not cool. Yeah, if it's not cool. And I think it's it's like 80 bucks, which I don't even think is that bad for this type of thing. No, because it's a custom figure, like I get it. And it's from Disney, like I get it. Yeah, exactly. So I really didn't think that was that bad. Um, but like the, just the world, the world of Pandora, like really cool. Really, really cool. Sivako! <laughs> oh, I'm, je that, that's, I'm jealous. Got to go to Pandora. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And from there, we went over to Hollywood Studios. 
We did all the Star Wars stuff. Um, Brian Myers, notorious hater of Star Wars, just like not enjoying anything. And then when we did the Star Tours ride, like I say, like out loud, how funny would it be if Brian was the spy? Because like the gimmick of that ride is that in your group, in the room, one of the people is a spy and that's where you're, you're trying to transport that spy to like the safe base or whatever. So I go, how funny would it be if Brian was the spy? So that like C3PO comes up, he's like, Oh, we have this spy on board or Admiral Akbar is like, Oh, we got to protect this spy. And it's just, Brian comes up on the screen and we all like pissed our pants. It was just (laughs) chef's kiss. Finished up at Epcot. Got to go on Guardians of the Galaxy, which is just absolutely stupendous. Awesome. The absolute best ride. And it has seven, I believe it's only, I believe it's seven. Seven different songs can come up for your ride experience. So Mm -hmm. theoretically, you could have different ones each time. Like I think the first time I went, I got like Earth, Wind, and Fire. This one, I got Conga by Gloria Estefan. That's good. And it was amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> so it was me and Swaggle together on this ride. And like the picture, you know, they take the picture yeah. while you're on the ride. It catches me like in mid dance. Like it looks like I'm in Saturday <laughs> Night Fever or something. Uh, Jay George making fun of me. He's like, what did your cardio get up that you danced the whole ride? <laughs> nah, bro. You don't hear conga? You don't move? What, what are you doing? Oh, it's, it's impossible. That's crazy. I'm, I'm not made of wood, Gomez. <laughs> Come on, this guy. <laughs> so what a good time. And obviously it was the last day for Splash Mountain. Oh, that's crazy. You were there for that. So the very last day we got to go on Splash Mountain one last time. I heard it time. was crazy. Was it crazy? I heard It, it was, was over three hour wait. <sighs> but so not for us, pal. That's great. That's crazy though. Wow. Yeah, well, it was the last day. So I get it, though. Yeah. Get it. It's not going to be reopened until uh, spring years, 2024. Right? Yeah. I believe okay. it is. Yeah, and, and probably push back. You know, they're doing an entire um, reimagining of the ride. So they're going to get rid of anything that ties to Song of the South. Yeah. And it's going to become uh, Princess and the Frog themed. It's going to be great. called uh, Tiana's Bayou Adventure. That's great. It makes sense. Going through the bayou. That's perfect. And this, like, so I don't have a problem with this. You know, a lot of people have problems with this, but Walt Disney always said, and uh, Matt brought this up, and it's a good point. He he always used to say about Disneyland, Disneyland will never be completed because this is not a museum. So things have to progress. Things have to move on. Or if you're like Matt, he goes, as Walt Disney used to say, this ain't a damn museum, pal. <laughs> Which I think reads a lot better. I get it. I get it quicker that way. Yeah. <laughs> Straight to the point. <laughs> Probably my favorite line from the whole day. This ain't a museum, pal. Famous Walt Disney card. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Sounds like a great weekend. It like I cannot put into words how much fun this entire weekend was. It was good for the soul, good for the spirit, good for my mental health. It was really good in the sense that we basically had two days to like hang around the house with each other, which is 
not something we get to sure. do a Let's lot. Get to chill. Yeah. So like got people like TTD and Knick and Jay George, like they're almost like friends from work. Sure. And to be able to like hang out with them, Tim Sterling too, like to be able to like hang out and just crush some beers, hang out in the pool, fuck around, like pull pranks on each other. You know, like it was like really cool just to be in that and like kind of just like hang out as like real people instead boys of boys just being boys. Yeah, you're dude, working, you're busy running, dude's doing just stuff. being bros. Yeah. yeah. And like, cause that's a, it's always we're working, someone's yeah, running doing a here, show, someone's going, running. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. You know, and then everyone's always, you know, who's in what hotel or what yeah, room. You're tired. It's a long day. Yeah, I get it. You know, here we're all just like, we didn't have to worry about waking up the person in the room next to us or anything. We were watching old Royal Rumbles like on loop. Like we, I think Perfect. we started at my house before we were able to check into the, into the actual house. So I brought a bunch of guys to my place. We watched Royal Rumble 2002. And then once we got over to the house, we threw on like another Royal Rumble, just one after the other, after the other. At one point, we just started singing the British Bulldogs music. <laughs> so go to TikTok, uh, Major Pod Network on TikTok. You can actually see that video with oh. a bunch of guys just sitting around a table singing the British Bulldogs music, Dude, which geez. is not the England National Anthem. <laughs> Who thought it was? Enough people. <laughs> And TTD was like, are you guys kidding me? TTD and his friend Willie, who we call the, the British Bulldog. Um, but they were like aghast that these dumb Americans thought. Dumb that- Americans. <laughs> oh, my. You're ribbing me, bro. <laughs> but we got some really, some really good footage. There's going to be multiple vlogs coming out of it. One of the live show and everything that went around it. And then a separate one for the Disney day that jay george brought his camera and and filmed us basically the entire day what a champ he is like, like everyone's just so cool it was just so much fun and uh and then whatnot we had the whatnot show immediately following the live show and i jumped on kind of hosted the thing sold the shirt off my back gomez unbelievable unbelievable the shirt off my back and i i threatened to oil down sammy guevara who is now my buddy <laughs> I love threatened to oil down <laughs> But he said, you know, to his credit, he went with it and he said he would oil me too. So there you that's go. just good bros do bros good, bro. <laughs> love to hear it, bro. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening to the Car Jomez podcast about a half hour in now. Yeah. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever, wherever it is that you're listening to it or here on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Leave a five-star review. Click that like. Leave some comments. Follow us on all the social media at Car Jomez. And if you would like to go the extra mile, screenshot that five-star review. Tweet it to us at Car Jomez. And we will send you one of the limited 8x10s autographed by both Gomez and myself that we have remaining as a gesture of appreciation. Yeah, sure. Something nice. Oh, man. So, so you've been busy all weekend, bro. G- Gomez, that was pretty much all I have for this show today. So you're on autopilot from here on out. Ooh. Way to begin. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I didn't have anything exciting. I mean, my exciting thing was uh, Pop-Tarts for four for seven at the supermarket. Uh, so, did you get s'mores? So I bought a s'mores. 
You have to. It's the always. s'mores it's the is best. the best pop tart. It's, right? it's the greatest. It's, it's not even a debate. Like yeah, I like, like I love lots of other pop tarts, but s'mores is just the best. It's the like, best. So if you're if, if Gomez is getting a four for seven deal, and every flavor is available, yeah. hypothetically everything's available. What four are you grabbing? So I got s'mores because that's my favorite. I got a frosted cherry, which I love. It's Kellyanne's favorite. And then I was looking, you know, I was thinking maybe like a cookies and cream guy, something like that. But then I saw two Pop-Tarts that I had to have, bro. First up was grape. You Wait, you it? have them next to you? Of course. This is where I sit in my spaceship. We're I got recording. A, I know. You plan it's, on eating Pop Tarts right now? No, but I mean, it's my spaceship. This is why I keep my food. It's just floating around in the zero gravity. Uh, <laughs> oh, so I got grape. It said it's back on the box. And I said, I never knew you were here. I never had no great Pop Tart before. It's delicious. I love it. So good. I'm a big grape guy. I love some grapes. You always have been, yeah. I love some grapes. And then they had a new flavor I had to try. It was apple fritter. Mm. I'm an apple guy. I like, you know, apple pie stuff. This apple fritter is all right. My biggest complaint is I feel like um, they're kind of stingy on the frosting. Yeah. Even Even on the filling. I feel it's not as not as filled up as it used to be. Or as it should be, as it should be. Yes, I feel like I'm getting a lot of the, the a lot of the tart. The you know I want a some lot more. of tart, but not enough pop. I need some more pop, bro. So, you know, it was a successful visit to the supermarket, but you know, could have been you know, better. It's funny you bring up pop tarts because your double main man right here recently got a pop tart product himself. Ooh, pop tart branded coffee creamer. Oh, that's right. The brown sugar cinnamon. That sounds yeah. perfect. So I picked it up. I have not tried it yet. Oh, but I'm hoping this episode drops on Thursday. I'm hoping by Monday there is some new content coming to YouTube. I've got a bunch of new coffee creamers to try. I love it. And, uh, you know, just had a very busy weekend sure. and, and week preceding it. So now I'm hoping to get back in the in the swing and get some more stuff up on YouTube. But my coffee creamer reviews do kind of well, so I'm excited to add to the list there. Everyone drinks coffee, right? So they're always looking for a little something, a little something in their coffee. I get it. Everyone with a taste with taste buds and a heartbeat. You know, I don't drink coffee, but I walk down that aisle and I get so I'm like, man, I I really want to drink that. It looks so good. I get I'll I get excited. You- the, the one that I think, if you're just going to, you want to get one just to drink? Just to drink. Which one? Which is the best? Very important for me. Which, which? Now, Prima. yeah, obviously I've been down this road before. Of course. I'm, I'm someone who can advise you. Yeah, it's very important. Let me see. I would say you don't want to pour yourself like a full glass of this. No, like a shot. But like a shot. Sure. The Snickers. Really? Mwah. Great, terrific. I always smell it. It always smells good. It smells perfect. Yeah, they always smell great. I'm always like, oh my God, that smells like fucking Rice Krispies. Oh my goodness. The Rice Krispie one was, I mean, the Snickers is like a top, top tier contender. 
Rice Krispies is, is good, but I kind of wanted a little bit more marshmallowy flavor sure. in there. Because Rice Krispie treats. Of course, it'd be marshmallowy. What's the yeah, point? Yeah, it wasn't enough marshmallow for me. But I'm also someone who wants a a deeper, richer flavor. You know, I'm not trying to drink coffee. If I wanted coffee to have coffee, I wouldn't need all this goddamn creamer. That's why I don't drink coffee, because <laughs> I just put eight sugars, fucking cup of milk. I'm like, what is the point of drinking coffee, bro? <laughs> just It's so you can use the creamer. <laughs> See, but back Duh. when I stopped drinking coffee, they didn't have all these sexy creamers. No, but that's now. why I'm here. I'm here to be your spiritual advisor. God bless, bro. Doing the Lord's work. If one were to exist, I think it would be me. <laughs> Even though we... So one of the things we did, we had this extra long dinner table in the house. And one of the first things, I forget who said it, whose idea was like, yo, we got to take a picture like the Last Supper. Love it. That's so, and, so good. And it turned out that we just happen to have 13 people. Oh, in the that's house. great. <laughs> you know, Leo oh. Sparrow is there, Billy Peck. So everyone lined up. We sat there and we had to like draft it. Okay, who's going to be? You do this. Yeah. Who's going like, to be Jesus? Uh, so Swoggle is obviously Jesus. <laughs> well, then if Swoggle's Jesus, Broski has to be Judas. So, so like, in, if you ever see, look at the real Last Supper, um, Judas is about, th- if you're facing the photo, he's like three people to Jesus's left holding a bag of silver for selling Jesus out. So, like, Broski's sitting there with, like, a handful of money at the table. Love it. Uh, see, I'm not a big, uh, I'm not a big. Last Supper reli- guy? A religion guy, period. I'm not really uh, into that stuff. Uh, so, like, the Last Supper. What that's the what's what is the last supper? It's the last meal before what? What happened before they killed Jesus? Before, before money gets arrested by the Pope. That's what it is. Okay. Because Judas sold him out. That's why he's got his his silver. And then uh is the last time Jesus ever ate. Wow. That's crazy. That's mm. good. They got a picture of that. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew it was gonna be the last supper? Come Brought on, to- boys, get together. Let's take a picture. <laughs> Brought to you by Paps Blue Ribbon <laughs> in front of every plate on the yes, table. There was a lot of Paps on the table, as there should be. Delicious drink. It's the only beer that stays red, white, and blue all year round. We love it. America, baby. Goddamn right. Uh, let me see here. Let's do some housekeeping here, some stuff. Last week I talked about that uh that horror movie, Skin Marink. Yes. That uh that weird movie. Uh it comes to shutter on February 2nd. So that's in two weeks. We can uh, watch that. And uh so this little movie here was made for fifteen thousand dollars. And as of right now, it's been out for like eleven days. It's made one point five million dollars, bro. It's one of the most successful movies of all time. That's pretty fucking crazy. With no, have you seen an ad for this movie or anything? Right? No, I just nothing. I know a guy on a podcast I listen to (laughs) who likes weird horror movies and told me about it. So like, it's insane. One point five, and this is in six hundred screens. So like something like Megan made thirty million on his first weekend on three thousand screens. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. And Megan will be coming to Peacock very soon. Yes, they announced uh, 
Megan 2.0 is coming. They're already rushing that into development. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it reminds me of when we all fell in love with AOL (laughs) 3.0. And they were just like in such a hurry to give us AOL 4.0. It was like, yo, you could have taken your time. How many, how many how many CDs you get fucking just coming in the mail? Oh, with like 20 free hours of Jesus internet? Jesus Christ, those fucking AOL CDs. People are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's okay. If you look at our demographics, everybody who listens. Everyone's like, yes, I remember. <laughs> you know, Gomez, I, I didn't bring this up. One of our, our very loyal listeners, Joey Hudson, was at Live 15, came all the Ooh. way from Minnesota. Nice. And I didn't make fun of him for the Vikings because especially no. since you predicted last week the Giants were going to the Super Bowl, obviously. The, that- the Bengals, the Cincinnati Bengals are going to the Super Bowl, baby. I love my Bengals. Woo! Number one. <laughs> but Joey Hudson gifted me an 8 by 10 of himself. Oh, really? Yeah. Apparently it is 1 out of 12. Oh. Was he wearing a Vikings jersey? <laughs> no, Joey Hudson does not wear shirts. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's very nice of him to give you such a wonderful gift. One of 12, limited edition. Yeah. Thank you, sir. He, he got an 8 by 10 from us, so I think it was only fair. <laughs> oh, goodness. I'm going to assume you, uh, besides Royal Rumbles, you haven't watched much uh, this week here, baby. Uh, no, I did watch our movie of the week. Sure. And I did dip my toe in the water of a little show that's new on Netflix called That 90s Show. Oh, you did get into that. Okay. I saw two episodes. I saw about three or four, something like that, a couple episodes. I think I saw three or four. So basic premise, it's that 70s show, except that Eric and Donna have a daughter and they drop her off at the grandparents for the summer and hilarity ensues. Yeah, it's just a, a newer version of the show. Yeah, same you know. show, different different kids. Yeah, basically, essentially that. You know, you get some nostalgia in the first two episodes. Pretty much everyone who's uh, available... To be yes. on the show, it's uh, on or the no, show. Well, not even just available, <laughs> just welcome. Yes, allowed on the show. Uh, so everyone shows up. I thought that was fun seeing everybody. We talked about it, right? That 70s show, it's the show when it was on. We watched it. We enjoyed it. But it was never something I was like, oh, my God, I got to so, watch that 70s show. So I never was either. Like, I, I enjoyed it when I'd watch yeah. it. But, like, it never became like must see for me, yeah. but yeah, I know a lot of people who absolutely oh, love really? that show. Yeah, I don't know people like that. Okay, and you got to remember that show stuck around. It was huge for yeah. a long time, it's like eight nine seasons. So bro. this is a show with people in our age group, yeah, with who are dedicated fans of that '70s show. It was always good, uh, high selling DVDs when it was released, and it does incredibly well. In syndication, yeah. So there is a market for this. I'm sure, sure. if it, I'm sure it's on Netflix's like hot things to watch. Yes, yeah, it's on the thing. It, it was trending, the number two show or something like that for the week. It was definitely up there. 
Um, I haven't really seen, I see most people are like, the show's fine, right? I don't see a lot of the backlash, right? It's like with the other shows that come back, usually you see. Yeah, that seems to be, I mean, that's how I feel about it. Yeah, like I, I didn't notice. It was fine. Yeah. I'm okay with it. I'm, I, it's something I'm going to watch and finish yeah, up I'll just turn because it it's quick and easy. Quick, easy watch. It's fun. Got some good jokes, a little nostalgia. So it hits you from a different, a uh, couple different levels. But doesn't necessarily you're you're not sitting there laughing your balls off at any. No, 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 definitely not like that. And like I said, it's just like the show. It's a sitcom. It's a sitcom. They're doing the same silly jokes. There's a laugh track. Yep. You know they're doing it. But uh, if you enjoy these characters, I think you're gonna enjoy it. Uh, the mom and dad, who now the grandparents, uh, they're wonderful. I love seeing them. I think they're great, and uh, I'm definitely gonna stick around. Yeah, they they always had good chemistry, obviously, and don't miss a beat in this no. series from what I've seen so far. Like I said, I'm only about two episodes in, but it was, and it's nice to see those characters and just with the like the main characters, Eric and Donna, Kelso and Jackie, uh, even Fez. Like when they come back, they're basically as cameos. Yes, so they're, they're still playing their characters, but they're not. Pop. Yeah, they're not taking over the show. No. The focus is obviously on these the new kids. kids. And I'm with it. I'm with it enough. I'll, I'm going to keep up with it. Yeah. Do you even know what day of the week did that 70s show was on TV? Like, I don't even know. Friday. Or Friday? Thir- it was a- like Thursday midnight, Friday morning type thing. Mm. Or I should say Thursday midnight West Coast time, right? That's West. Netflix always yes. does the midnight West Coast. That's the thing. Hmm. So that was fun. Um, I watched I watched a movie, Joe. I watched several movies. I'm only gonna talk about one movie I watched here. Uh I watched a movie that you recommended that you were a big fan of last Show year. Showgirls 2? <laughs> no, from last year. I'm I'm believing made, four. <laughs> I believe it made your your best of list here. Chip and Dale. I saw close. I saw Vengeance. With... Oh yes! <laughs> so I have uh, one of these TVs. When you turn it on, right, it goes right to like Amazon, showing you the Amazon stuff. Yes, and uh, it was on Amazon Prime, and so oh, it had really? a big. I thought it was a Peacock thing. Yeah, now it's on Amazon Prime. Okay, so uh, like this week it came out, so it was like a big thing. Like, oh, I'm now on uh, Prime. So I said, you know what? Joe said he loved this movie. It was really good. Let's check it out. And you know what? It was really good, bro. It was a really See? good movie. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. The characters were fun. It was a nice, it was a good story. I uh, I really enjoyed this. Yeah, interesting story, Um, you know, for today's time and age, right? You know, yes. the guy's a journalist putting a podcast together and, you know, thinks something's fishy as he starts digging through the weeds. Fishy. <laughs> so definitely, I would recommend it. Now that it's on Amazon Prime. Check it out. I'll give it three and a half main men, bro. Boom. It's a good time. You will not be disappointed. I think it's a little under two hours, like 140 something. Yeah, so, you know, and it moves quick though. The story's always moving. And like I said, the characters are you the characters are interesting. So you're gonna be engaged and you know, it's a mystery. What happened to this girl? So good shit, Joe. Thank you so, for uh, checking that out. So why do you love Whataburger? <laughs> it's just it's just there, bro. It's right well, there. If Whataburger <laughs> was right next door to McDonald's, why would you choose Whataburger? Because it's right there. 
<laughs> it was great. Are you a Whataburger guy? It's all right, right? It's fine. I like it. I, I've, I, I mean, I can count on one hand the amount of times I've had it. It's yeah, like definitely. I... It's only been a couple times. But it, yeah, it was fine. Uh, how, did you like the uh, Ashton Kutcher character in this show? In this movie, I should say. Yes. A lot of monologuing, given, you know, his insightful views, but it was good. It was very interesting. You know, kind, and, kind of a weird, not not weird, definitely like not a, a Ashton a Kutcher role, exactly. Yes. Not he's your sit- prototypical Ashton yeah, Kutcher no. role. He's not being silly, nothing. He's just a regular guy who's like trying to make a difference, trying to help people's yeah. dreams. So he's all like inspirational and like uplifting and shit like that. So yeah, it's totally not as, especially I had just watched him do a little cameo on that '90s show where he's being Kelso, super silly. You know, so it's like, well, it's totally different. But, you know, I've always enjoyed some Ashton Kutcher, right? Yeah. I mean, he made one of the greatest comedies ever. I know you love your Dude, Where's My Car. But, Dude, uh, Where's My Car. Does that have a sequel? No. We've been watching it. Trust me. You know we've been watching because it. If, if you're going to say, like, weird movies that, like, should not have a sequel but probably do, Dude, Where's My Car would be on that list somewhere. Like, Dude, where's my car again? <laughs> Dude, where's my car again? Oh, goodness. Gomez, I got a little news for you. Oh, what? I want to know your opinion on the trillion dollar coin. I don't know what the hell you're talking about, bro. What is this? So, apparently, the movement for this started in 2011. And is now gaining more steam with the debt ceiling debate coming back up again. And, oh, the government's going to shut down and all this bullshit because people can't get along and actually do what their jobs are. Yep. Um, So there is a thought out there that the government could authorize a one-time printing of a pure platinum coin that will be valued... At $1 trillion. Interesting. And they will put it in a bank and pay off some of their debt. And by doing that, it will force the government to not shut down because now there would be no argument over the debt ceiling. That's so silly. (laughs) What an interesting idea. The trillion dollar (laughs) coin. Gomez, how heavy do you think it would be? If it's got to represent a trillion dollars of coinage. I want to see like like a cartoonishly large coin that you would almost expect like the Joker to like push down at Batman like if he traps him inside like some kind of gumball machine or something. I want a heavy like Thor's hammer. You can't pick it up, bro. It's like you guys like oh, I can't yeah, get yeah, it. It's right? too heavy. It's too much. It's a trillion. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> A trillion dollar. A trillion. You know, back when I was a kid, I was used to, I was probably in like the seventh or eighth grade, and you had to come up with like an idea, something you wanted to invent or a business. And I said, my idea was the 99 cent coin. Because back then we didn't have debit cards and shit, but like you would go to the store and everything cost $3.99. $8.99. $99. True. Everything was 99 cents. So I was going to be there with the 99 cent coin. Brilliant. And then my scumbag teacher, not, I don't think he meant to be dismissive, but he just looked me dead in the eye and said, 
but what about tax? And I said, you sound just like those assholes at the fucking government. Oh, like, my! how God. dare you question my 99 cent coin? I don't want a trillion. I think what we should do instead of a trillion dollar coin, two trillion dollar coin. <laughs> Why stop if, at one? Let's let's make it like a thousand dollar coin, right? So we could fill a big money pit, and people we owe money to can dive in. Go and they have a in. limited amount of time. They go to come out with whatever they can, whatever carry. you could grab, bro. Like supermarket sweep. That's it. We'll give you, you a always go for the, You always go for the meats. Bro, when you watch that and these people go and they're picking the stupidest shit and there's one guy, ham, ham, steak. It's like, yeah, exactly. A ham like, is who cares fucking about $30. These yeah, they're like, getting fucking laundry detergent. It's 90% water. A fucking turkey, $50. What are you doing? Like, They're like, hmm, I'm going to get the paper towel. Sure, paper towel is expensive, but come on, bro. Not that expensive. Unbelievable. Crazy. People like they now don't even know how to play the game. <laughs> I you, Gomez, I I've been spoken about this. What? I I have been on a mission mm. to be on a game show over the past couple of years. Sure. It is one of my lifelong dreams to appear on a game show. And I thought maybe a love show was gonna be for me because I have a sparkling personality. Yes. Uh, but Love is Blind has not called me back. Bastards. But WWE Week at Wheel of Fortune is coming up. Oh, interesting. And I have submitted an application to be on Wheel of Fortune for WWE Week. And part of it was cutting a promo. Oh, I love it. About you and who your first choice WWE superstar would be to be your partner on Wheel of Fortune. Can't wait to hear this. Who would be your first choice, Joe? Rick. Boom. <laughs> uh, who else could it be? I don't know. Maybe someone smart. Who's someone smart? Give you, you all the smart? answers. I didn't say he wasn't smart. He went to I didn't college. Say, I, didn't say, <laughs> I didn't say that. I'm just saying, I'm thinking in my head, like, who's like, would I have the, you know? Like the, the genius? The genius or something? Like, was there like a Dean Douglas? Like, you know. <laughs> Imagine the genius comes out and reads one of his poems to Pat Sajak. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? The Beverly Brothers, both Bo and Blake, for no, their names are not Johnny nor Jake. Oh. Hysterical. Goodness. Uh, the Oscar nominations came out this morning, Joe. Oh, I can't. Oh, here we go. Do we have music for Let's Name Movies Joe's Never Heard Of? Nah, you, you know these movies. This one, you know these movies. This uh -oh. is a year where you know movies. 100%. So I'm assuming... Best Picture nominees, Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. I'm sorry. I, that did not go. That did not make it. Uh, so I'm assuming Best Animated Picture nominees. So, Chippen, right, why, why are you cutting me off? So, right, I would think that, right? But now, there's humans in this movie, right? 
So like, does it count as fully animated? You know what I mean? It does to me. But it does because there's a movie nominated here Roger called Rabbit? Marcel with shoes on, and it's about I know it's about it's supposed to be wonderful. I haven't seen it. It's supposed to be wonderful. It's about like a little she shell, you know, little guy like this. A she a she shell. A little she shell. A she shell. He's got like little eyes and little feet. And okay. he walks around in the real world doing stuff. So he's animated, but humans in it. I didn't think that could be nominated for best. That's not animated just because there's a guy there. That's no, it, I would think it just got to go for best picture. <laughs> Supposed to be good. Uh, Turning Red is in there. I know you love that movie. Bullshit over Rescue Rangers. Del Toro's Pinocchio. You watched the bad Pinocchio. This is supposed to be the good Pinocchio that came out last year. There were multiple Pinocchios? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. There's one on Netflix right now. It's a stop-motion animation Pinocchio. Oh, I don't have time for this. Those things take forever. So it's a little little creepy. Took like 10 years to make, you know, one of those things. I told you. I'm not spending 10 years watching this fucking movie. (laughs) Puss in Boots was nominated. I told you it was supposed to be good. I hear it's good. They got it in under the buzzer there. And uh, the Sea Beast. Really? As heard on the Cartoonist podcast. <laughs> you know, those are the nominees. It's a good mix, I guess. I'm trying to think if we saw. I didn't really see a lot of animated movies. That I'm How like, about oh. Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers? I'm sorry, bro. They're being disrespectful here. Highway just, robbery. I just, uh, I don't know. So, so for best me, picture. Let me this, guess. They put like Black Panther in this because now everyone's got to fucking bend a knee at the altar. No. Black Panther was not nominated for best picture, bro. Good. But uh, she's been winning. Angela Bassett's been winning and she might win the Oscar. Oh, she's, I, you know, I haven't known, I haven't heard that. Yeah, she but, won. Uh, I mean, she's good. She, she's good in the movie. Yeah, like she I said, won. The movie's just, it's just missing that something, you know? Yeah, a lead character, a yes. leading man, a leading actor. Yeah. A star. <laughs> a star, exactly. He had star power. So there's 10 movies nominated. I've seen seven or eight of them. I just, uh, and uh, I think you've heard of probably half of the movies, at least. I, I've probably seen them all. So. I know you haven't heard of this movie. I have not seen it yet. I believe it's on Netflix. It's a foreign movie or some shit like that. I love it's called those. All Quiet on the Western Front. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, there's a, a, that's a book, right? Isn't that a book a mo- they, make you, they make you read it in high school. It's. I don't know if it's the same thing, if it's uh, just the title. Because it was a movie. Like a, a song yeah, and yeah. dance thing or something. Uh, there's a movie here called Women Talking. Nope. That's, the name of, that's the name of the movie. It's not even what you think. It's kind of a fucked up movie about rape and st- it's like a crazy. Oh, I don't, then I definitely don't want yeah, to see. Like that. it's it's some crazy ass movie. Uh, so those two I haven't seen. The rest I know about and have seen. You ready, Joe? Here we go. I can't the, wait. The Fablemans. This is the Steven Spielberg. The Steven movie. Spielberg one. I haven't seen it. I have a copy of it. Um, so I plan on something. watching it. Elvis. That's another one. You know that movie. Um, it's. I didn't love it like that. I know a lot of people did. Like, I, I know it was good, but I didn't. I don't. To me, it never came up as best picture good. I, I figured like the spectacle, and you know they usually give stuff like that. 
I figure he's probably going to win Best Actor, what they think, maybe, you know? We'll see. Oh, really? Yeah, well, maybe not, because uh, The Banshees of Inishirin. I told you about that movie. That's that movie with Colin Farrell, with his friend, says he's going to cut off his finger. He doesn't want to talk to him yes. no more. Colin Farrell, that's the other front runner for Best uh, Actor. Okay. A lot of people think he's going to win. So that's, look, movies you know. This yep. movie you don't know. Triangle of Sadness. I saw it. It's okay. It's whatever. Tar, another movie. It's got Kate, Clay, uh, Kate Blanchett mm-hmm. as a composer. It's supposed to be fantastic, wonderful movie. So I believe she's best known for playing Thor's sister. Yeah, Helena. <laughs> Just Hella, but Hella. Yes, Hella. <laughs> Helena is the My Chemical Romance song. <laughs> Everything, everywhere, all at once. Now, this is uh, Gomez's favorite. You came in saying you loved it. I still haven't seen it. I love it. I think it's right now maybe the front runner to win. Things change, though. But right now, it's probably the front runner. Movies can get better. (laughs) Avatar, The Way of Water, bro. Nope. Yeah. Listen, you want to give it all the awards for special effects and and cinematography and makeup and all that shit? Great. Best picture, suck my dick. It won't win. Don't worry. And last but not least, Top Gun Maverick, baby. Now we are talking. Finally, a movie people have fucking seen. Come on. You knew these movies on this list. This isn't like years past where you're like, I know one fucking movie, bro. No, this is actually a pretty full year for me. Yes. They kind of like picked favorites and popular movies. It's about fucking time. Actually, let's celebrate the movies people see. What? What a crazy idea, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone's uh, going to watch the show, though. But, uh, you know. Not if if, they, if Will Smith's not going to be there to beat people up. Like, why would you? Right, it's the so first so- time in years anyone has given a shit about the Oscars. That, but do you think, is it going to be like, a, I got to see what happens this year? Like, do people really so think something's going to happen Oscars, again? Have they announced a host yet? I don't think so. I could be wrong. So, here's the thing. You don't announce a host. And all of a sudden, we open with a hard shot of the stage. And you just hear, bump on, bump on, bump on, bump on, boom, cha. Here come the man in black. And Will Smith be coming out. Fucking everybody jumped to their feet. They got their signs in the crowd saying, we want Will. Fucking Fresh Prince. (laughs) Everybody getting hyped. Jimmy Spagger Vance. What? <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel is the host of the Oscars. Nobody wants that. He's back. He's back as the host of the Oscars. So oh, like how is Jimmy Kimmel not canceled for the man show? They try every once in a while, but good. Uh, they try because he has that way he like dresses in blackface to do the Charles Barkley yeah. impersonation. <laughs> So people usually come for that, but, but it's like, really, he's become like this, like wholesome, safe, like, and it's like, this guy did a whole show for fucking three years about just boobs, broads boobs. jumping on trampolines, bro. And it, you know what? I loved it. Uh, you know, I was part of the problem here. The demographic, bro. <laughs> but like, you, you're telling me like he's safer than fucking that loser on NBC. What the fuck is his name? Who? Which one? There's a lot of them. The guy who can't keep a straight face during anything. 
Jimmy Fallon. Oh, Jimmy Fallon. That fucking jerk. What a fucking dork. Fuck it. <laughs> Shut up, loser. I hate Jimmy Fallon. Nobody likes. I can't. I don't think I. No, way him. too many people like Jimmy. But still, Fallon. like I know people still. used to like him. I he know. has his own ride at Universal Studios. That's terrible. That's not good. That's ridiculous. With a gift shop. <laughs> With a gift shop. Well, if it's got a gift shop, bro, <laughs> that means it's legit. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, so those are the Oscar nouns, Joe. You should check some one or two of them out. I think you'll like it. Yeah, I'm gonna watch them all. I'll make you. <laughs> Please don't. No, I. Then none of them are sequels. So no, I won't. I won't. I won't. No, I am interested in seeing the Fablemans, and I do want to see everything everywhere all at once. So I do plan on checking those out at some point. Can't wait. Can't wait. But you mentioned sequels, baby. It's about time we got into our. Main event here. Gomez, hit the sequel music. What the fuck? I'm good and I'm feeling alive. I think I'm a fucker. Have the time of my life. And we're going to do music tonight. There we go. That's the sequel to Blue. Ooh, bro. There, another song has come out recently mm-hmm. um, that is sampling a song that we grew up with. Um, the classic Kylie Minogue. What is it? Kylie Minogue. Right? I That's just can't get you out of my head. Yep. There is a version on the radio now. Can't get you out of my bed using the same beats and style of the song. And we are just so old, bro. They're just using our, our music, bro. It's crazy. So I remember I was coming back from Philadelphia. This is years ago. I'm in the car with Harry Slash. We had went to some show in Philly we had to do driving back to New York and we're talking about there's some commercial that was using a Led Zeppelin song like a car commercial or something and he's like that's how I knew I got old when they started using the music I grew up in to fucking sell me cars Yep. and I go oh I wouldn't know what that's like and he (laughs) goes oh you'll get it when you know the first time you hear a Nirvana song pitching potato chips Hello, Nirvana's popular because of Batman last year. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Uh, so this week for our uh, obscure sequels here, we watched a movie came out in 2002, about six, seven, eight years after <laughs> the last sequel. Don't know why. First off, it's just 2002 is a long time ago. Yeah. It is. And Something. people have been hitting us up all week saying they've never even heard about this. So I only heard, we're talking about Brady Bunch in the White House. I heard of this because I rewatched the Brady Bunch movies last year. And when I logged them onto Letterbox on the bottom of a movie page, if there are sequels, they will tell you, you know, connected to this. Oh my and God. so it had a very Brady sequel. And then I'm looking at this picture of Mike Brady standing in front of the overall. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And apparently in 2002, there was a made-for-TV movie, Brady Bunch in the White House. I don't know why. This was made for TV. Yes. Because if you watch it, it is broken up 
to give yes. you room for commercials. There's total like dun 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 kind yeah. of moments, like perfect fade to black. Yeah, it was made for TV on the Fox network. How the fuck did we not? We watched Fox. I don't remember this at all. It's crazy. Insane. I just I can't this flew under and it's got Gary Cole and Shelley Long, who were the parents yes. from like the real movies. Yes. So like what is going on? Crazy. So <laughs> oh, we found it. It's a hard to find movie. I put it up on the Twitch for uh, all you fine folks. I hope you got to enjoy it this weekend. Whew, what a movie here. <laughs> So I, I was able to get this movie in. I had to shoehorn some time in to make, you know, make sure I got to watch it. But this premise so blows stupid. me away. It's so stupid, bro. What's this movie about? How they getting them in that White House? So if you read IMDb, it's a very simple explanation, which doesn't do the movie justice. No. The IMDb description is just, Mike Brady becomes president and names his wife Carol as vice president. That's it. That's the move. But, dear listeners, let me tell you about Brady Bunch in the White House. Bobby. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's, so, it's so fucking stupid. It's the movie like starts like boom, instant two. Like as soon as you push play, it's like boom. Here's the movie. Listen, Bobby's doing some shit. <laughs> Bobby Brady ends up in an abandoned warehouse and finds this lotto ticket from someone's wallet that he definitely should not be creeping in. <laughs> he returns home where he tells his whole family, like, holy shit, we're gonna win the fucking lotto tonight. And Mike Brady, as played by Gary Cole, is like, nah, motherfucker. Like, listen. We're the Brady's. Mo- we don't. This isn't ours. Yeah, this is not our ticket. You have and, to and return Bobby, it. You'll, you'll never win anyway. Of course, Bobby Brady wins the fucking lottery. But it's not their ticket. So Mike insists that they audition people to see if they could find the real winner. Because there was something written on the back of the ticket that whoever, whoever would, you know, if it's their ticket, they should know. So he comes and he asks these people, and they're they're basically doing the whole process and keeps kicking them out, kicking them out. We get a cutaway scene that has nothing to do with anything else in this movie of just this man being transported to be executed. The death penalty. It was his lotto ticket. We just killed someone in a Brady Bunch movie. And when we cut back to the family, Mike Brady is like, well, I guess we'll never find out whose ticket it is. We might as well donate the money to charity. And they donate the entire sum to charity, which is just about the dumbest shit you could ever do. Once they did the lost and found and no one claimed it, bro, that's it. It's yours. They did the right thing. Possession is nine-tenths of the law. They did the right thing. They let someone claim it. And instead, this fucking guy gives it away. To homeless architects, architects or some stupid bullshit. <laughs> well, a donation this size comes up on the radar of the president who invites the Brady family to the White House. And I guess it's re-election season because they're like, hey, Mr. President, you know, like who are you gonna who are you gonna choose for your running mate? As if there doesn't already exist a vice president. I think something happened, right? Didn't they say something happened to the vice president? They, I think they do a quick little line about the vice president did something. Well, 
regardless, Carol Brady's like, hey, why don't you pick Mike? I mean, but there's a succession line, right? Like after vice president, who? Speaker of the House? Who's supposed to be? Speaker of the House, yes. (laughs) So he's like, yeah, fucking Mike Brady. But like he's got this backstory where they're like, hey, Mr. President, what about that oil drilling? And he's like, let me tell you something, pal. I don't have any dealings with oil drillers. Not me, bro. If you ever find me out, I will resign. If you ever think that I was had was in bed with the oil companies, I will resign. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. So our man, the president, wins the election with Mike Brady as the VP. But come inauguration day, someone slides up just as the president's about to renew his vows. And he said, renew his vows, say his oath. <laughs> well, same shit, bro. Um, and they like they got a, a manila folder with all the incriminating photos yeah, of him with the oil company hanging out with the bad guy. So he looks around and sees you know a couple hundred thousand people on the White House lawn. He just takes off and runs away. Jets just leaves, never to be seen from again. <laughs> so the Supreme Court guy's like, "All right, Mike Brady, you're up." And he's like, "Do you, Mike Brady, solemnly swear to uphold the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth?" And he's like, "Sure." He's like, "Whatever, bro." I'm Mike Brady, whatever. So now you would think that the line of succession would kick in because he's now the president, so the Speaker of the House would become vice president. But uh, that is not the case. They allow him to pick his own vice president, and who else would he pick but Carol Brady? Well, she gives him shit, bro. You know, he didn't want to do it at first. Yeah. Made made the president sleep on the couch. That'll do it. And then we get a... uh, Often non-hilarious series of Brady Bunch events happening under the guise of being the first family. Yes. It's just a Brady Bunch movie in the White House. It just literally is things. a Brady Bunch movie in the White House. Not no, it's not a Brady, it's a Brady Bunch episode. The Brady Bunch movie was at least trying to do something with the uh you know, having fun with the Bradys. This is just like a like, hey, it's just a Brady Bunch episode, guys. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's not the same kind of like Marsha's trying to have a sleepover. All the kids have done some kind of damage to the rare vase. They, um, when I looked it up, it's just like with the other movies where these are actually things that happened on Brady Bunch, like the sleepover bit. It's from an episode. Okay, the uh, the boys messing up the sleepover with the itching powder that's from an episode messing up the vase or something just like in the first movie the football thing and shit like that was you know stuff from original so basically they just did original meanwhile the best thing to come out of the original series and i know it's a classic series but there was a ben and jerry's flavor for a while called marsha marsha marshmallow Mm, and that was that that shit was i used to get it and then go to your house for nfl sundays God bless. I love it. Cause me and Gomez used to get together to watch football every Sunday. We'd go to like 7-Eleven and load up on nachos. Load up. And I'd always get ice cream. I like ice cream. I like finishing my Why good not? meals with ice cream. And Marsha, Marsha Marshmallow is my all-time favorite Ben and Jerry's flavor. And it just discontinued. They and it was a, a travesty. Lot, it's a shame. And that's why I'm mad at this movie because it reminded me of it. That's why? Not because it's awful. <laughs> no. It's because of uh, it triggered my sad memories of PTSD. a wonderful ice cream. 
Uh, so all the kids have been recast because obviously it's you know like eight years later, and they're all grown ups now. And boy, let me tell you, these actors they got for these kids. Woo! Terrific, boy. <laughs> Which one was your favorite? Who who was your favorite? Brand? Listen, if you as the writing staff aren't taking this movie seriously, then neither should the actors, and neither should I. I think you all did great. <laughs> I particularly hated uh, little Cindy. Uh, so Jan, did I. <laughs> she was terrible. I didn't. I thought she was extra bad. Jan, I didn't like Jan. But was, like, no one ever likes Jan. So but like, it was I the get appropriate it. amount of Jan dislike. But Cindy was like extra annoying. Yeah. Just like, ugh, I did not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the plot of the movie is like, uh, you know, we got to get this guy to the White House. We got to. We need to be in charge so we could yeah. have our plan. You know, they, one of those things. Yeah, there's an evil person in the cabinet. And he's, you know, trying to perpetuate a ruse so he could take over the presidency. But the yes. Bradys foil it because what else would they do? <laughs> how, uh, how does this compare to those other movies that uh, in the series here, Joe? Not and, as uh... good. <laughs> No, it you doesn't know, hold up. I, you know what's funny is I, I I never remember watching a Brady Bunch movie where I walked out going, now that was fucking great. <laughs> Until I watched this movie in which I said, makes those other movies look fucking great. You weren't a big Brady, but I love those movies. I think they're terrific. Uh, those, they, uh, they're cute. The first one's great. The second one's not as good, but I thought the first one is is fantastic of the uh, – Doing the Brady Bunch style, but bringing it to the 90s and, you know, commenting on it and all that stuff. So I was a big fan. I rewatched it, like I said, last year. I thought they held up. I still laughed. I still enjoyed it. I think they do great versions of the Brady characters, you know? Oh, it's been a long time since I've seen either one of them. Um, Were you a Brady person? Like, did you watch that? Like, your mom had that on? I was a big TV guy when I was a kid because that's, like, how my grandmother would babysit for me. So I... Watched all those syndicated shows, the Brady's, um, Batman 66, like yes. all those shows that would just replay like years and years. You know, uh, What's Happening was a big one. I love What's Hell, Happening. Oh, yeah. Love What's Happening. Watch that all the um, time. You know, so the Brady's, yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I don't want to say it was ever like my favorite show, but if it was on, I was watching it, you know? Yeah, I watched it, but I never. I would change the channel, see what else was on. You know, like I never like I was like, all right, Brady's. Let's see if it's nothing else. I would leave it on. Yeah, you got to remember too. There's a big difference between you and I because I didn't have more than five channels until I was like 14, 15 years old. Yes, we always had cable. Whether I went to Grandpa or just at home, we always had. We didn't always have all the channels. Not like we always had Disney or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but we always had the basic, you know, cable channel. Nah, I didn't have anything until I was in high school, and then. Whenever we'd go to someone's house who did have cable, that might as well have been Christmas. Like, I remember... They want to play games, you're like, can I just flip through the channels? Yeah. Like, when when I would go to my cousin's house, and, like, ESPN was, like, the most amazing thing I could have ever thought of. Like, like all sports all the time? Are you kidding me? And he'd be like, yo, at night, you know, because we're, like, this summertime, like, at night, there's a show that's just baseball. And I was like, what? Love it. I was a big uh, Comedy Central guy. I would just put on Comedy Central and I would just watch it all day. They would show like old stand-up stuff. Yeah, or The Office. 
<laughs> Nowadays, it's all The Office. Back then, it was just like comedy stuff. Like they didn't have a lot of shows. Like no, they just saw yeah. like show stand up and shit like that. That was my thing. Comedy Central. What was that? Wow. Was it Absolutely Fabulous that used to be on all the time? Oh, Absolutely Fabulous. Yeah, I watched that a little. My aunt and stuff, they loved that. They're like, oh my God, you got this show so far. It's all right. Like now, I would get it now. Like it's more now you watch it. Yeah. <laughs> the drunk ladies back there, you're like, they talk funny and what is, what's happening? Yeah. Wait I haven't thought about that in forever. Absolutely Fabulous. Wow. I'm fab, baby. Wow. Look at that. Mm, Joe, let's uh, set some music here. Do it. Are you a man? A double main man? Are you a man? A triple main man? A man, man, man? A quadruple main man? Are you a All right, Joe. Brady Bunch in the White House. Made for TV movie 20, 2002. I was going to say 2002. <laughs> No one talks like that. Like, that's like the James Bond of Americans. <laughs> Agent 2002 here. Uh, where does this movie fall on your main man standards, bro? I mean, it's harmless. That's the that's the best thing I can say no. about it. It's 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 not a good movie. It's but bad, it's not but a it's terrible not, yeah. movie. It's yeah. bad, but it's not terrible. It's a bad movie, but it's a watchably bad movie. Sure. 100%. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna score it pretty low, but at the same time, not terribly low. I'm gonna say double main man, two stars. Yeah, I'm about there, two, one and a half to two. We'll, we'll do the two there. It's, it's still not got that good. Brady Bunch corniness. So but, if you're a fan, like the jokes don't necessarily always land, but at least they exist. Sure, hundred percent. I agree. Like I say, it's there's some stuff that's not good, <laughs> but again, it's harmless. There's a weird scene, and I just felt like it was out of character for the whole movie. When the Bradys are first moving into the White House, the girl who plays Marsha Brady like bends over, and the Secret Service guys are just like actively checking out her ass. And it was like just so weird because it doesn't fit the tone of the rest of the movie uh, at all. But in, in the the first two, the movie's kind of horny. Especially with Marsha and stuff. Everyone's trying to fuck Marsha. Like, it is a, a part of the movie. Like, know? not in this movie, though. Not in this movie, but, like, they kind of... Because they're just kind of playing off for the other stuff. So they felt like they had to throw it in there. Because it is. It doesn't come up. I mean, the guy's a little horny for her, the Secret Service guy. But it doesn't really get too much. He doesn't get much yeah. time to do anything. And it just kind of doesn't... It doesn't go anywhere, either. No, and that that's what I mean. It was like they... It was just completely unnecessary, and it stood out because of that. Sure, I get it, because, yes, they, they didn't pay off. It didn't do anything. Yeah. But at first, I was like, yeah, I get it. Okay, everyone's always horny for her, but, yeah, I get it. Oh, boy, Joe. What a fun week we had there. Brady Bunch in the White House. Mm. What a – I am learning so much about sequels this month. and um, Oh, you're going to learn today, bro. <laughs> so I'm going to assume, if you did watch on twitch.tv slash mezmovie, I'm assuming that what was between the ending credits and the opening of the next rotation of Brady Bunch in the White House was Gomez teasing what we're going to be watching this week. Um, not necessarily. I mean, we could watch it, of course. But uh, I showed a quick trailer. It's because the movie was like an hour and 28 minutes. So I'm like, I'm not going to do a half an hour of bullshit 
to make it last. So I was like, let me just find a quick trailer. We mm. had talked about it before when we mentioned movies. I showed uh, The Tooth Fairy 2. I showed with that Larry trailer. the Cable Guy. With Larry the Cable Guy. So, I mean, we could watch that, of course, baby. But I was going to give you some options here because I did some, some research and I found a couple of other movies I didn't know existed. Oh. Yes. So, we mentioned Adam's Family, right? You watched... Wednesday, and we talked about it back in the day. Did you know they made a third Adams Family movie from the 90s? No, because it stopped at two. No, in 1999, six years after Adams Family Values, they made a movie called Adams Family Reunion. Tim Curry plays Gomez, and Daryl Hannah plays Morticia. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's one option. Okay. Did you know this one blew my fucking mind right here? You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Do you know in 2014, 20 years after the movie came out, they made a movie, Joe, called The Little Rascals Saved the Day. They made a Little Rascals movies in 2000. What the fuck? 2015. What? Who was asking for that movie? Who was that movie for? You, apparently. <laughs> Little Rascals Saved the Day. So that's an option. Look at less options. Did you know in 2002, they made a Muppet movie? Direct yes. to video called Kermit's Swamp Years? No. It is about Kermit growing As up. As a tadpole. Look at this. Hard to find. Not on Disney Plus. Not anywhere. Really? Be on the Twitch if we pick it. Oh, my goodness. Did you know, Joseph, in 1997, five years after the last movie, they made Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves, starring Rick Moranis. Yes. This I, I did know. I did not know this. I thought it ended with the baby. No. Why is he shrinking things again? What is he doing? This was like part three, right? It was Honey, I Shrunk three. the Kids. Honey, I Blew Up the Kids. Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. Yes. Five years yeah. later, I was like, what the fuck is this? And last but not least, your last choice here. This one, I don't know who the fuck this is for. A movie came out in, 20, in 2006. You were going to say 2006 now. Because I was look, I was gonna say 2019 first, and then I said when the first. So in 2019, 13 years after this movie, they made Bench Warmers Two: Breaking Balls. Do you remember Bench Warmers? Yeah, with uh, Napoleon Dynamite <laughs> and David Spade, right? And did it have Rob Schneider too? It sounds about right. Right, and they're playing baseball or something. Yeah, they try. Why? Why do we make a sequel 13 years? <laughs> It was a massive hit at the box office. Not starring any of those people either, as if those people are so busy at the moment. Who the fuck is in it then? I forget. No one special. (laughs) Those are the options. I think there's only one way to do this. What do you think? Can we spin a wheel with these on it? Well, of course we could. We'll spin it right now. Hold on. All right, Joe, you asked for a wheel? We got a wheel, baby. Throw that wow. wheel up there. Look how quick that happens. Here we go. Let's spin this son of a bitch. Spin it. 
Where the hell is it? I can't find. There you go. Oh my God! What do we gotta watch? What do we gotta watch? Oh no! Of course. <laughs> We're never doing a wheel again. Oh, listen, you wanted the wheel, bro. Come on. (sighs) Bench Warmers 2. It's on the Twitch. Another one. These movies are impossible to find. I'm finding them, but some of them are, you got to pay $12 to own it. Like, it's like that kind of shit. Like, they ain't even available to rent. It's just. Can't we just do Beastmaster 2 again? I mean, we could. We could do anything. Anything you want, baby. In fact, I have an idea. Oh, what's this? Maybe you would like to do it in addition to this movie. So you want me to show Beastmaster 2 and... No. <laughs> no. I want you to show Benchwarmers 2. Uh-huh. But now, we are going to pay tribute to episode 4. Of the Car Jomez podcast and watch the movie that we watched all the way back then. Oh no. ID 42 <laughs> Independence Day sequel. That works. And we haven't watched it since then. That's a long since time then. ago. It was like six years ago now. Oh my God. Episode four of the Car Jomez podcast was us watching this Independence Day sequel with Liam Hemsworth. <laughs> and like, no I cannot me. wait for oh more. God. Okay, I'm going to pencil so, that in. <laughs> so let's do the both of them. How does that sound? You're crazy. Okay, I'm going to pencil it in. ID4. <laughs> two. ID4, two. Yes. Not just four. Oh, Jackie Robinson, baby. Yeah, it was Jackie Robinson. (laughs) (laughs) I still think that's one of the better jokes I've made in seven years of this podcast. It's a great one. It's good. It was good. Oh, my God. We're going to have a busy podcast. There's a lot of stuff coming out this week, Joe. Really? Yes, besides the Royal Rumble, which we will watch. Okay, of we are. Yeah, we have plans to watch the Royal. Of Rumble. course, we always watch the Rumble together. Boy, it can't be last year me watching Brock. Just oh, it was so wonderful. <laughs> what a good time that was. <laughs> so this week, there's three new things coming out that might interest us. Okay, first on Amazon Prime, Shotgun Wedding. Stars J-Lo and Tad Hamilton. Oh. It's a romantic comedy. They're getting married. This is in the trailer, so I'm not spoiling nothing. They're at a destination wedding. They get ready to get married. All of a sudden, pirates come, and they fuck up the wedding. It turns into an action movie, okay? (laughs) J-Lo and Tad Hamilton shooting pirates, bro. Amazon Prime drops the 27th, okay? That's movie number one. <laughs> movie number two comes out on Netflix. Same day, the 27th. It's called You People. It stars Jonah Hill and Eddie Murphy. What do you mean, You People? It's exactly what it is. It's about a white dude dating a black girl, and now he's going to go and meet the black family, and it's awkward because he's so white. 
you know, and Eddie so Murphy's. So guess who's coming to dinner? Basically, you know, it's going to be one of those things. The white guy embarrassing the black dad, you know, one of those things. It's written by uh, the guy who wrote Blackish, you know, that guy. So, oh, sure. You know, it's a big deal. Eddie Murphy, he don't make a lot of movies, so I'll be checking it out, you know? Mm-hmm. And last but not least, this is on Peacock. This is a TV series, Joe. This one is definitely going to be up our alley. I'm sure we'll be talking about it every week. It's called Poker Face. Have you heard about this show, Joe? No, I haven't, but I would love to. This is a show made by Ryan Johnson. You know him as the guy who as made the guy Knives who Out. Star Wars. <laughs> ruined Star Wars to some people. Made it great to others. Uh, but Mostly or, known or continued in mediocrity to the, the correct people. Sure, three options. As long as there's three options, that's fine with me. Uh, but he's most well known nowadays for Knives Out and Glass Onion. Well, he decided to make another detective thing here, Joe. I love that stuff. This is a 10 episode series starring uh Natasha Leone. Which she she's played. still around, she's yeah, she got a show on Netflix, baby. What are you talking about? Now she got a show on Peacock. She's very popular. Wow. Uh, she plays like a detective. It's a case of the week mystery show. Okay. Well, they'll show you, I guess, the thing. Wait, is this like Castle but with a female? It's like Castle. It's like Columbo where there is a mystery. I'm, and then I, I, I believe the castle. Well, it's 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 Columbo in the style because it says it. They, they describe oh. it in the way of because some mystery shows, you don't know what's happening. This one. I believe you're going to see the crime and then it's them trying to figure out how to get that person, you know, how to solve yeah. the crime, you know, we're watching her solve it. So it's 10 episodes, four episodes drop this week. And then after that, it will be every week for the next six weeks. So I think that's right up our alley, bro. We like I, mystery stuff like that. Yeah. It's got I'm, a crazy cast. If you look it up on the IMDb, there's lots of names because there's 10 episodes in every case. Is a different episode. Every episode so what's the name of that? Episode. Poker Face. Poker Face. Yes. Po- I'm in. Po- po- poker Face. So that's on Peacock. That comes my, out to 26. So we got a lot of stuff. They're hitting us with a lot of interesting stuff here, Joe. You wanted action. We're about to give you some goddamn action. There's this Pez movie on Netflix I got to watch. It's busy, bro. Oh, my goodness. I, ha- I got to watch that Pez movie, mom. It's called the Pez Outlaw. Something about this Pez or something. I don't know. Like an evil Pez. Something about it, it is. It's evil because the Pez company, they wouldn't sell this Pez dispenser or something. It's like the most rare Pez dispenser or something. I don't know. All I heard was Pez. And I said, add to list. So I'm just, I got to get to it. I haven't gotten to it yet. I'm sure I'll talk about it next week. Unreal. But that's next week, Joe. Oh, so we should finish up. This week, then, don't you think? I think so. It is now time for the big finish. All right, Joe. It's big finish time. You ready? Yes, are you? Oh, you know it, baby. Let's let's spin it. Big money, big money. Oh, this is great one. 
breakfast oh. cereals. Oh, this is right up our fucking alley here. My goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oof. Here we go. Cocoa Pebbles. The best. It is. I love cocoa. I love fruity pebbles. I love all the yep. pebbles. I love it when you put marshmallows in it. I love them all. You know what I just had uh, this week, Joe? I tried. I finally tried. Tell me. Lucky Charm S'mores. Really? But how was so, it? It was like, uh, it's like a Count Chocula, basically, you know? Okay. With like, um, like honey checks thrown in there. Like the, the grand portion mm-hmm. of the of the thing was very whack. I even took some out after a while. It was just kind of plain. It kind of just oh. was, ugh. Yeah, I was a little disappointed. I mean, mm. the rest was fine because like Count Chocula. Chocolate, marshmallows, yeah, good. Yeah. The grand portion, very disappointed. Very sad. Uh, I mean, listen, there are so many good cereals. And then what happens is when you don't have one for an extremely yes. long period of time, you, just you have it and you're just like, oh, my God, I will eat this whole goddamn box of cereal right now because I missed it so damn much. But the standouts for me, Cocoa Pebbles, number one, Cookie Crisp, number two, and at number three, I, I, some people may think this is a bit of a stretch, but I am going to go Reese's Peanut Butter Puffs. That's not a stretch. I just recently had uh, they have mini versions of certain cereals now, where it's just like real small little things. They have a Reese's uh, Pieces. And they have a uh, what a cinnamon toast crunch, okay, and one other thing, uh, tricks. So it's just the same cereal. It's just really tiny, tiny little circles, and the uh, Reese's pieces. Oh, so good. That's an underrated cereal. Reese's. Oh, it's the best. Um, uh, let me see. I'm trying to think. My go-to is definitely Cocoa Pebbles. Uh, I'm a Frosted Flakes guy. I love me some Frosted Flakes. What would be my third one? Hmm, maybe some Lucky Charms. Really? Yeah, I'm gonna go Lucky Charms. I was expecting you to be more of a Fruit Loops guy. Fruit Loops, I do love Fruit Loops. Hmm, mm, maybe. Mm, all right, we'll stick. We'll stick. We'll stick with the Lucky Charm. I need. I need to represent a a marshmallow cereal. You know what I mean? Okay. I need to have that on the list. There. That's good. That's a good list. All right, Joseph, let's get the hell out of here. Hit him with them plugs. Oh, guys, thank you for listening. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever it is that you're listening to it or if you're watching it on YouTube. Remember to leave a five-star review wherever it is that you take this podcast in and consume it. Follow us on all the social media at Jomez. You can follow all of my stuff. Buy a shirt, prowrestlingtees.com slash Shoes. A lot of uh, added wrestling-related bookings will be announced shortly. Uh, Apparently, I'm back in, which is not something I was expecting in 2023. But uh, we will will have some announcements coming up. So support by shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Joe Shoes. You can find me at YouTube.com slash Joe Shoes to see all my food reviews. And everywhere on social media, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, at The Joe Shoes. The Gomez154, Instagram and Twitter. Sequels Month continues next week with Benchwarmers 2. On the and Twitch. Independence Day, what was it, Retribution? Retaliation? Retaliation. Revenge. Resurgence. Re- Something with an R, right? Rebellion. 
Resurgence. This is a rebellion, isn't it? I rebel. Uh, it's resurgence. ID four. ID forty two. Resurgence. Independence Day. Resurgence. And all these new shows, that movies that we have, because we just stay on top of everything. Because this is the podcast that does all that. Hmm. So that's next week. We've got a full plate, bro. Can't wait. But until then, Gomez, that's a moray cowboy. Peace.